What is up, my wonderful friends? This is Ashley Daily Encouragement. It is a brand new episode. It is a brand new year, you guys. By the time you hear this episode, it is going to be January 6th. First podcast of the new year. The funny thing is, is uh, it's pretty dang relevant, you know, when we're going to talk about salvation today, you guys. And, you know, I want to jump in to it a little bit deeper than the typical be saved. God's going to, you know, save you from your sins type of thing, right? When you're dead. You know, let, let's break it down for the for the everyday life. That's what we need it for, right, you guys? So I want to share a little bit of kind of just deeper thoughts that I had this morning about this as I was up this morning, spending some time with the Lord. And I want to share it with you guys, again, in hopes of encouraging you. That is really the function of this podcast, to encourage you, as well as help you guys establish an identity that is built upon your character and your values Um, I don't know how long y'all been listening to this podcast. It's been going on for a year now. And I did do a uh, series on here January 20th through, I think it was May 21st of 2020, where I was walking you guys through that process. And so this year, I do plan on going back through the life coaching process with you guys, giving you guys some more tools, uh, look, talking about it from different angles in hopes of you guys having a very firm identity. We're going to talk about why identity is important too. Um, and uh, really how it's relevant. I used to, I remember I told, I think I told the Lord or I told somebody, I don't know who it was, but I was just like, Lord, is what I do really that important? Like, what's the big deal with helping someone find an identity? And, uh, you know, why is that so relevant? And so you guys, we're going to, we're going to eventually jump into that because I think it's important for everybody to understand this because we all need to be rooted in our identities in Christ, right? We always talk about that, but do we really, um, have the understanding that's propelling us to grow in that in our life and pursue the things that God has for us. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, you guys, enough of the chit chat. Thanks for being here. Uh, I hope you guys are being blessed by the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in every single week. Thank you for subscribing. Um, If you guys please can leave a review on iTunes and all the major uh, podcast platforms out there. It's going to help the podcast grow. And I really need your guys' help with that. So anyway, let's just, you know, get right into this thing. So this morning I was just up. And I was just thanking the Lord for everything he's done in this past year for my, for me and my family. Um, just being grateful. You know, I remember when, uh, you know, around Christmas time in 2020, which wasn't that long ago, right guys, where I was like, Lord, you know, I hope I'm going to have enough money for a tree and, you know, wanting to get presents for the kids and, you know, that stuff that I look forward to this time of year. You know, I like to do stuff with my kids. I like to, you know, get in the holiday spirit and, you know, get a Christmas tree and, and uh, make make cookies and, and make, you know, a uh, little, what do you call it? Uh, like little homemade decorations with them, uh, drinking hot chocolate, watching movies, looking at Christmas lights, you know, driving around, uh, listening to Christmas music, just love all of it. It's just such a fun time for me and my family and just ask, you know, asking God for money to do those things, you know, and just praying about that and, you know, how the Lord provided and, uh, just being so grateful, like, man, Lord, I'm so grateful that you were involved in every little thing and I can ask you for anything. And so, as I got done, you know, thanking the, thanking the Lord for providing the money, uh, for us, for our family. Uh, I was reading through, I just finished up Colossians and after I got done with Colossians, I jumped over to Thessalonians. And as I was reading through that, there was something that stuck out to me. It was in chapter two and I want to share it with you guys. So first Thessalonians two, I'm going to read the first couple verses to you guys. It says, you know, brothers and sisters that our visit to you was not without results. We had previously suffered and been treated outrageously in Philippi, as you know, but with the help of our God, we dared to tell his gospel 
in the face of strong opposition. And I thought, wow, how was this? Why was the gospel such a threat? Right? Why was it such a threat to these people? You know, we dared to tell his gospel in the face of strong opposition. Right? Why was there such opposition to the gospel? You know what I'm saying? Um, and so it got me thinking about the gospel, right? And so what is the gospel? The gospel is salvation. What is salvation? Salvation, if you guys look it up in the dictionary, I got like some old Webster comprehensive dictionaries that my dad had given to me. Uh, but it means deliverance, um, any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin. And I read that definition and I was like, wow, Lord, that's really relevant. You know, and I, I was just meditating on the fact that I think a lot of times in the Christian community, we teach salvation as like a one-time transaction. Like it's something that happens, you know, you accept Christ and he's going to give you salvation. He, one day he's going to bring you to heaven and all that stuff. Right. And obviously that's going to be our eternal home. But what do we do with this message of the gospel between now and then? Is not the gospel relevant between the breath you have right now and the last breath that you take? Do you not need deliverance? Any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin while you are here on this earth? At what point in your life do you not need God to deliver you, right? And so I was just like, dang, Lord. So then as I was thinking about that, uh, the Lord reminded me of that scripture in 2 Corinthians, right? Because you guys, anytime you are reminded of scripture, that's the Holy Spirit, right? That's what he does. You know, as you read it and then you make those deposits, you know, you get that return, right? By, you know, those things coming to your mind when you need them. And so anyway, 2 Corinthians 6, it says, this is verse 1 through 2. It says, as God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. And I was like, wow. Number one, you guys, we are God's co-workers, right? We're ambassadors for the kingdom of heaven. And I, I remember I did a podcast on this last year, you guys, talking about this, that, you know, when you're an ambassador, you have access to all the resources from the kingdom that you represent. You guys represent the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, you have all the resources of heaven backing you. And let me tell you something. Let me be real transparent with you guys. This is something that I have not always understood as a Christian. This is only something that's began to really brew up in me the last year, to be quite honest with you. And I'm telling you, I got a long way to go still, but I at least want to start planting these seeds, even in your guys' mind, to think about the resources that God has for us, right? You know, and eventually I'm going to probably do another podcast talking about, you know, uh, us being Abraham's heirs. And I'm, I'm going to be praying that the Lord gives me some more insight. And I pray the Lord gives you guys insight. I hope you guys are asking God these questions. God these questions. We need a salvation today. What good is salvation when we're already in heaven? It's not relevant at that point because there's nothing that you need to be saved from. There's no deliverance of evil in the kingdom of heaven when you're already living there. When you're chilling with God, you you know you guys are you're doing your thing. You know there's no threat. The only threat we really have is now while we're on this earth. And so, you know, we really need God's salvation today is this, you know, 
Now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of his, of his salvation. So us tapping into that Lord, how do we uh, not receive your, your grace in vain? Right? How do we put your grace to work, Lord? And I've shared this with you guys before. I believe God's grace has to be viewed in a thought process, if that makes any sense. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that's impacting us is what we're, what we're thinking about and what we're meditating on and the emotional states that that put us in, right? And, you know, we can be, how can I say this, you guys? Oh, I just lost my train of thought. I'm like, why was I just talking about this? Dang it. God's grace. Oh, perspective shift, right? Okay, when we, we think about certain things, there's certain emotional states that are brought on, right? You guys know what burden and stress, frustration, anger, those things feel like. And, and remember, those emotional states are all indicators, right? They're not to be ignored. We are made in the image of God. I believe he gave us those emotions and I believe that they are to be uh, signals of, of things that we really need to be dealing with because your emotional state is really dependent upon the thoughts that you think. And sometimes the things that we think about, you guys, are not rooted in truth. They're not rooted in reality. Sometimes the things that I worry about, like not having enough money, is really just, uh, what would you say? It's not reality. It's an exaggeration of reality. I've always had enough money because I've always had a roof over my head. I've always had food. I've always had everything that I needed. You know what I'm saying? Um, I haven't always had money for the things that I want to do, right? And I'm not, that's, I don't want to lose, you know, I don't want to lose myself or you guys in this thing. But anyway, so sometimes our emotional state bogs us down the most. I believe grace is, is that perspective that comes onto that situation that was stressing you out or burdening you or frustrating you or whatever's kind of got you just isolated, you know, stuck in blame, shame, condemnation, judgment. And a perspective comes to you from the Lord that completely flips that, that results in the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance, those things. So I believe that grace has to be conceptualized in the mind. It has to go from just kind of this, oh yeah, grace. It's not like a deer in the headlights. That's how I used to look at grace. It was like, what? Oh, okay, grace, but I never could even give you a any type of thought about it to where maybe you could think about it and it could provoke something in you to have a revelation of what grace is in your own life. That's how I've come to understand it in the last few years in my life in terms of what grace is on the thought level. It's those aha moments, right? It's those, it's those uh, like I said, those shifts in your perspective that lead from death to life, okay? And, you know, he says... I urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. God's grace is supposed to have a function in our life, you guys. Um, there's a scripture in 2 Peter that talks about this, that we are God's grace in its various forms. Every single person on this planet has been pulled out of a shame hole, right? I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that that's the, what God has done in you, right? You were hiding from God. You were hiding from other people. And then God's grace came and said, hey, where'd you go, right? That desire in your heart to want to know who God is. Who is this God that I'm reading about, hearing about? You know, like, what am I here for, right? You know, and then you come to him and if you've got any, if you got any shame or guilt within yourself, you know, you confess your sins to Christ. He, he forgave you. He liberated you, right? And then, you know, hopefully he, you begin to seek him and those other areas of your life where you need his help, right? You know, the seven areas that we're going to be talking about this year on the life coaching series, you know, getting back into that. But anyway, you guys, I just wanted to share with you that grace and salvation go hand in hand and it's supposed to be a daily thing. And you guys, 
as I was meditating on this this morning, I realized how vulnerable it is to really believe that God is going to deliver you from danger, evil, or ruin. Because you guys look at the world, right? And you're like, well, what about this and this and this? Well, at the end of the day, that's not even relevant to you. You know, and I'm going to jump to one more scripture really quick, you guys, and I'll get off this podcast. Let's jump over here to Romans 3 really quick, because I was thinking about this earlier in the week as well. It says, let's, uh, uh, Romans 3, let's look, let's look at verses, uh, one through four. It says, what advantage then is there in being a Jew or what value is there in circumcision? Much in every way. First of all, the Jews have been entrusted with the very words of God. What if some, what if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true and every human being a liar. You guys, I don't know about you, but in my Christian early, especially in my early days, and even now to a degree, you guys, this is something I have to really be conscious about and, and asking the Lord to give me the grace I need to get out of certain thought patterns that have really still killed and destroyed for me. Okay. I used to try to judge God's faithfulness in my life and who he was going to be based upon what I saw him doing in other people's lives or based upon what he did in other people's lives in the Bible. Right. You know, you read these other stories and you, and you, you see yourself in their story instead of seeing God in their story. Right. And that just, that reminds me of another thing that the, that the Lord was kind of, uh, talking to me about this morning and, um, just reminded me of it. And at the end of the day, you guys, right. Uh, when we're going to live with the perspective of God's grace and salvation, right. Daily. Okay. And I, I, I feel like I've kind of just, uh, bunny trailed on you guys the second ago from where I was in terms of, you know, God's faithfulness, right. His faithfulness won't be dependent upon anybody on anything else. And so anyway, I'll make this point and you guys will see how it ties in. All right. So when we live with the perspective of God's salvation being in our daily life, right? This is what it's going to do. It's going to reveal to you the thoughts that keep you from that, right? Your workspace mentality is revealed. Isn't it funny how if you tell yourself you can literally depend upon God's salvation for the day, how all of a sudden your mind starts bombarding you with your responsibilities, what you have to do, kind of your side of the equation, right? So at the now in that second, ask yourself another question. Who are you more aware of? Christ or your awareness and what you believe needs to be done on your part, right? So we can always look at the human side of it, right? We, you know, just like back to Romans 3, this, you know, tie this back in for you guys a little bit. If people, other people were unfaithful in their relationship with God, and we read about that, all kinds of people in the Bible, right? That's why, you know, everybody has unfaithfulness to God in their life. But the only thing we should be seeing is God's faithfulness to us in their life. That's what we should be looking for, right? How was God faithful to so-and-so as you read these stories in the Bible? We need to be learning more and more who God is and not so much about that other person's life because here's, you guys are not here to imitate someone else's life in the Bible. You're not here to imitate Job or Moses or, all those, or Joseph. There's parallels, but you're not going to mimic them because God put you here for another time period, another function, right? You're going to have your own story. You're going to have the book of so-and-so, you know, book of Ashley, right? Everyone's going to have their own story with your failures, your weaknesses, your shame hole, but then how God pulls you out of it, his grace, his love, his mercy, his discipline, his wisdom, his love, all those things. It's going to collide, right? So 
anyway, you guys, I just wanted to share that with you today. It really, really encouraged me. And it just really got me thinking about, you know what? What if we got up every single day and we were looking for God's salvation? We said, you know what? Today's the day of his favor. Today's the day of salvation. How am I going to be looking for the Lord in the day? Right? So take that thing that's stressing you out, right? The bills, the relationships, the career, you know, the seven areas that we're going to be diving back into. And then ask the Lord to give you salvation in that. Where do you need deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin today? And ask the Lord for his salvation. That is why he came. So anyway, my wonderful friends, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Um, you guys go ahead and share it on your social media, please. And thank you, you guys. I'm telling you, I really need you all to share this for me. Uh, get it out there. I, I do my best, but uh, you know, we're a body and I need your guys' help. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope this encouraged you. Uh, continue to subscribe and, you know, like I said, share with your friends. If you guys ever want to uh, sponsor the podcast, you can. You can do 99 cent all the way up to 10 bucks a month. You know, whatever the Lord will put on your heart. You know, um, I think there's a link uh, through Anchor. Um, I think the link for that is in the description of the podcast if you guys um, ever want to do that. So, my friends, thank you for listening. I hope you have an awesome rest of the week. I will see you guys next time. And I think probably the end of January, we're going to start jumping into the life coaching series again, you guys. My function is to teach you guys how to become strong, firm, and steadfast, you know, rooted in God's love and his grace. And, uh, you know, I want to see my brothers and sisters in Christ really walk in their authority, walk in their purpose. And uh, I want to do my part to share with you guys, you know, my function so you guys can walk in your function because I need your guys' grace that God has given to you. So I'm hoping by me sharing this with you guys, it'll give you guys, you know, the foundation that you need to share your story with the world, how God's grace has penetrated your life. So that way we can, you know, give life to each other, you know, and then in turn, we influence the world for God's kingdom and we take territory, right? And God's glorified, right? So anyway, you guys love you so much. Have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you guys next week. Thank you.